And we are live. Thanks for joining us on Stories with the Saints. I'm your surly host, Michael Miller, filling in for Pastor David White. And we're just glad to have you. Today, we've got a really cool special guest, a friend of mine, a pastor from Florida. His name's Toby Wentz. And um, before I bring him on, I'll get a chance to brag about him a little bit because uh, he doesn't like to toot his own horn. My friend Toby is, uh, has a really cool prophetic gift and an encouragement gift. And what most people might not know is that Toby has had some really cool prophetic dreams about President Trump, about the future of America. And they were so insightful and interesting that these videos, some of them were shared by Lance Wallnau and other top leading prophetic voices in America and in the Morningstar Network. So we really hope you enjoy this message. And let me just add Toby to the mix. All right, Toby. All Let's right. see. Let's get on. Hold on a sec. I'll pull you up. All right. So I'm going to. Um, uh, so how are you doing today, Toby? I'm doing good, brother. And uh, okay, give me give me just one sec. I'm going to. Um, I've got to pin your screen because it pinned my screen. Sorry about that, guys. Bear with us. Just a moment. It's one of those things. That Down, see if I can see myself. Hello. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay. You are live. We moved the mouse. Okay. So, okay. Toby, you have uh, been my friend for a long time and you, um, perfect. Good job. Okay. And, um, we have had some really cool experiences. So my job tonight is just to get some cool stories out of you. And first, can you just tell us how you came to the Lord? Because I love your testimony. It's similar to mine. Weren't you like a crazy surfboarding party animal who lived by the beach? Uh, yes, I grew up. I grew up in Panama City Beach, Florida as a beach kid. And, um, you know, I lived that whole life. And uh, my, my parents, uh, thank God for godly Christian parents. They instilled the faith in us as kids, and uh, they won me back to the Lord through prayer. Uh, and uh, it was 1997 in Panama City Beach. I was uh, just running wild, and my mother ripped out a page from her Bible and uh, put it in an envelope, gave it to me with a note that said, read this. And uh, basically, I literally read a ripped out page of the Bible uh, from 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul. And uh, it, it said, uh, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man, but God has prepared for those who love him. And when I read that, it was like scales fell off of my eyes. So God... Uh, he opened up my eyes and said, God, I'm back with the Lord for a long time. So, so thankful. So, and, and um, 
one thing that I wanted to talk about before I forgot is in 2014, you had a pretty cool dream. Would you mind sharing at least a little bit about that with us? Yes, yes. Okay, so, well, in 2014, um, I basically, I mean, our, our nation has been in a battle for many years. And I guess I should start by saying, here's the deal. The world has a plan for America. And many people right now are, are in tremendous fear, they're in travail, there's all this division. But the Lord is not done with our nation. He has a plan, just like he had a plan to restore Israel for a season. And uh, he revealed that plan to Elijah on Mount Hor. It was a three-part plan. And uh, so, can you hear me okay right now, brother? I just want to check. Yeah, sounds good. All the levels are great. Okay, great. There's some feedback on my end. That's why I asked. But so um, in 2014, I was really, really concerned for the, the country, the way that it was going, and uh, I just really broke down. I just decided to go to the Lord and inquire of the Lord, and uh, I went on a fast. And um, one day, and I just sought the Lord. Uh, I went to a state park that was called Washington State Park. It's in the family line of George Washington. And I just spent the day with the Lord. And the Lord spoke to me in a dream. And in the dream, it was a three, very, very clear three-part dream. But in the dream, the Lord took me to the city of Orlando, Florida. And I saw something that reminded me of a cross between an entertaining show uh, some like a circus show of sorts almost, and uh, a presidential debate and something like that. You know, it was like a mixture of all this stuff. And uh, there was a guy named Donald in the in the show, basically. And uh, it was like he won the show. He was on this platform. And he was literally lifted way up through the ceiling of this arena that we were in. And he was lifted all the way up into the clouds, like up into the heavens almost. He was up on this platform, a tall, in my dream, it was a tall, blonde-headed guy named Donald. And he was standing almost like victoriously over Orlando, Florida, uh, in my dream. So that was the, the first part of it. But uh, in the dream, uh, so many things were coded in parabolic language. In a dream, I, I'm uh, really shocked. So... Um, do you, you have any questions about that right there? Or you... Yes. I, I, so I, I'm thinking, at what point was this the dream? When did you put the dots together? I mean, because you have this dream, but... Okay. All right. So here we are. It's 2014. I have no hope at all for God to restore America. Okay. I am just totally concerned. I'm thinking about maybe moving to another country or something. And it took me a while. The Lord put, he gave me the dream. He put it in my spirit. But I had no idea what it meant. I mean, I just was blown away. As a matter of fact, when I had the dream, I felt like astonished. Usually when I have a dream, it's just a dream. I don't feel so much emotion. When I had the dream, I just woke up and I was blown away. I told my wife, I said, this whole thing about... Donald and Orlando and all this, I just, I don't get it. So it took about a year for me to begin to uh, put some dots together, basically. Okay, so I got to ask, um, 
when okay so so 2016 take me to 2016 because a lot of people they don't know you or your story they haven't been to your web your, your youtube channel what happened in 2016 were you and you were following lance's um crazy prophetic journey back then too mm -hmm. yes so well the lord revealed to me well okay so in my dream uh, i'll just say this real fast because this happened in 2016 okay so in my dream, I saw a woman running this whole show. She was like the narrator. She was the narrator of this whole show. Got it? Okay. And the the whole stage, the platform that she was standing on, was lifted up and almost smushed her on the ceiling. Okay? And uh, were you saying something? It, uh, the, it froze up for a second. Can you turn your volume down just a tiny tick? Absolutely. Thank you, sir. How's that? That's the fun thing about these live videos. There's <laughs> an echo. You see, this is a small room. Well, so, we're not uh, going for it. a little bit better now? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so in my dream, I saw this woman basically get smooshed on the ceiling. Okay? No joke. And then uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, when she decided to run for the, her presidency, presidency she launched her campaign she said on stage she said where there are no ceilings the sky is the limit and everybody was like oh what a you know what an amazing cunning thing to say where there are no ceilings well in my dream i had already seen a woman get smushed up on a ceiling basically you know so and that was almost a year before Hillary Clinton came and said that okay so Fast forward, you know, we're in 2016, uh, everything began to line up uh, with, with what I saw in the dream, and um, the Lord gave me a parable. And I began to teach that Donald Trump was playing the part of Jehu, who overthrew um, King Jezebel. Wow. And, uh, excuse me, Queen Jezebel. <laughs> and uh, so... I uh, began to teach it, and I discovered that, like, really, honestly, our nation was locked into this, what I began to call an ancient biblical paradigm. And that's where Lance Wall now uh, came in. He picked up the video. He shared it. And uh, the thing that surprises me the most, Michael, was that they actually put it on, on the GOPparty.com. And so basically, uh, we were, you know, we were in a spiritual war because— you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, this is a battle over religious freedom. We're talking about a, a modern-day Jezebel that wants to usurp authority, take over our nation, and uh, begin to take away religious rights and things like that. So we really went into a war, and bit by bit, I began to see the dream uh, come to pass, the first part. And sure enough, uh, just like I saw in my dream— uh, this blonde-headed, the tall blonde-headed guy named Donald, uh, all the lights in this show, all of the lights were on everybody else and on, the, on that lady who was, you know, represented Hillary Clinton. And then I saw her, get, get this, it came to the final act of the show. So here's, in my dream, it's like a, a show, and it comes to the finale, and then the lady... Well, I, I saw a scene where somebody fell down and people had to rush over and pick the person back up again. Okay? No joke. 
Okay. So, you know, um, on September 11th, tw uh, 2016, Hillary Clinton actually fell down. Just like I had been telling people, I, I already saw some, I turned, I saw some of them fall down and have to be picked back up. And it was kind of like the ultimate, the show must go on moment. We kind of have to fake it till we make it, you know? And uh, so all of these little details were embedded into the dream. But in the end, I saw this guy Donald on a small platform uh, slowly rise up and it was like the ceiling moved out of the way. And he went all the way up through the ceiling into the clouds, and he was standing like victorious in Orlando, Florida. And all the people, everyone, me included, were absolutely mesmerized that that was the outcome of the whole show and everything that happened because he was the outsider. He wasn't supposed to win. Like, even in the show, it's like no lights are on, and they were trying to keep him in the dark. They were trying to, almost like they were trying to silence him. But in the end, he won. Yeah, so that's right. And and a lot of people who don't know you, I, I'm gonna be the. Let me see here. So guys, I, I gotta vouch for Toby for just one sec. He, we, he and I were talking throughout this whole process, uh, through the dreams, through these things happening, through election night when Hillary rented that big ballroom with the glass ceiling that never got smashed. I hate to say. But, um, <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's easy for someone to tell you a dream after the fact and pretend like, oh, this was prophetic, but you don't know. Um, we, were, we were sharing these dreams as widely as we could back then. Uh, we were telling anybody who would listen. So you got, I'm, I'm vouching for it. Toby's vouching for it. And, and this is why this is so important. God is speaking to you right now. Everybody, he wants to talk to you. He's trying to talk to you. Surely the Lord does not do anything without revealing it first to his friends, the prophets. And that's, that's our message for tonight, that God is speaking. And that doesn't mean one person's holier than the other or that he likes you more than the other. It's one body, many parts. That's why we get to enjoy this great technology of having people uh, on Skype, on video calls, friends in uh, places around the world. We're doing the best we can to give you a today word, a rhema word. And, um, and now I want to ask Toby, can you share one of your more recent dreams, if it's not too personal, what, what you've been seeing in the spirit? Well, yes, uh, ab absolutely. And I do want to say uh, to you, to everyone listening, that the Lord has a plan. And uh, the plan for our nation is not retreat. You know, many people are really overcome by a spirit of fear and paranoia right now and retreat. But... You know, the Lord wins this thing. The scripture says that the beast shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome him, for he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And so uh, I just want to plant that word of, of hope, you know. Um, so, well, in 2016, you know, uh, I'll be glad to share this. Um, in, in 2016, uh, right when uh, Donald Trump got up, actually put into office in January, uh, the, the Lord spoke to me in a, in a dream again. He visited me in a dream. And so the strange thing was that, if I'll, I'll tell you real quickly, quickly in 2012, uh, excuse me, yeah, in uh, 2008, I mean, all the way back when Obama got put into office, when o Obama went in, 
uh, I had a dream that basically equated with that the Republican establishment was going to rebuild itself. And I didn't understand it at the time, but the, that we were going to rebuild ourselves and uh, but be shot down again a second time that, the, that we were going to lose again. I just simply did not understand. Now looking back, uh, I understand it much more clearly. But in point, you know, when Donald Trump got put into office, the Lord spoke to me. And he brought me all the way to the future. And he brought me to Donald Trump's, um, to the cemetery where they were laying him to rest at his funeral. Okay? And so uh, at, the, at the time, everybody, I mean, myself included, there was all these concerns about him being assassinated. Because everybody was acting like they want to kill him. You know what I'm saying? And all of that. And some people were calling him the Antichrist and all these things like that. I was just like, Lord, you know, what's going on here? But the Lord brought me to his funeral, and uh, I, I stood there in the back watching the whole thing, just like I had watched the whole window where he rose up to power in the dream. And so uh, as soon as I got there, I, I knew four things instantly, brother. And... Uh, but there, it was like there was just a knowing over me. It was really, really clear. And uh, I could see Melania Trump dressed in black uh, from head to toe. There she was. She was standing, looking over the casket. And all the people, it was really serene and peaceful. So the first thing I knew was there was tremendous peace. It was like a peace over the land, and you could feel it. Uh, I absolutely could feel an unusually strong shalom in that scene. The second thing I knew was that it was many years in the future, okay? Now, and this is actually what surprised me, okay? What do you mean many years? Okay, well, this is – I – was so I was surprised that the Lord had not even come back yet. <laughs> so, uh, all right, and that that's actually what surprised me. I was like, you know, I was thinking, hey, maybe the Lord will come back. And if you know, this is a few years ago. I was thinking, you know, there's so much going on in the world. This was the year 2016. And I was thinking, well, who knows? The Lord can come back any, you know, very soon. But in my dream, I knew that we had gone many years in the future, more than I thought it would be. And the Lord had not come back yet, and there we were. We were actually seeing Donald Trump's funeral. Like he was being laid to rest. And the third thing uh, was that I knew that he was going to be mourned. I felt a pain come over me, okay? The pain I felt for Donald Trump's passing, it literally felt like my own father was passing away. And I don't have, like, some thing for him like that. You know what I'm saying? No. He shall be mourned like a father. I knew it in the dream. I knew that he was being mourned literally, deeply, deeply like a father. And the fourth thing that I knew in the dream was that he had done something. It was almost like it was almost like someone who was a martyr who given so much of themselves, put their whole life on the line that he had done that for America. I knew that his legacy for America would be that he had done something absolutely amazing and great for our nation. I could not see what it was. I could not feel exactly what that thing was. But I knew it. I felt the legacy. 
I felt that he had done something absolutely amazing for our nation. And I was so full of thankfulness for it that it, I, I just felt the pain. It was like losing a father, okay? And so there I was, and I was standing. There was Melania, and all the people were shuffling out to the left. It was really a beautiful and serene outdoor place that we were at. So I know that God has a wonderful plan for this man, even though he's imperfect and brash and he's such a warrior, you know. But God has a plan for America uh, so much. There's so much work for us to do. This is about the gospel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, the gospel has got to go out. There's so many more people that we can uh, that we can reach, and America is going to reach many, many more people for the gospel. There will be an awakening, and there will be a harvest. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that, my friend? Amen. And um, something I was reminded of uh, early on in, in President Trump's. Uh, around the time of his inauguration or during the, even the campaign, they said, President Trump doesn't think he can really win. In fact, he's probably just doing this so it'll boost his TV ratings if he starts a new TV show. He's just trying to get a TV. Do you remember that when the news anchors were saying all sorts of stupid stuff? Then fast forward to closer when it was looking serious, they said, he's just doing this for the money. He's gonna do this to profit. I'm like, guys, y'all must not be very good at economics because it was, it was clear. When he got elected, he lost a lot of money. He took a bath. Anybody that didn't vote his way will never set foot on his golf courses or on his – and, guys, we're not uh, – I'm not a Trump apologist. I'm not going to sit here and excuse everything negative he ever has said. Toby isn't. I've known to Toby long enough to where we – trust me, we are not happy with some of the tweets that go out. And that's the beauty. President Trump is not our pastor-in-chief. We've had a few of those seems like they really didn't do a great job and we need a street fighter right now and you can love that or hate that or accept it or embrace it it's on you <laughs> and um uh, my opinion is that people were all wrong they accuse him of a myriad different things anything everything just to discredit him but one thing's for sure he didn't do it for the money he didn't do it for the fame he's had all that and more since what the early 1980s in fact, becoming the president cost him a fortune. It cost him. I mean, he, if anything, he should have, what, retired in the Bahamas and kicked back and enjoyed life. And what's he doing now? He's working so hard that his interns and staffers can't keep up with him. And a lot of the people who are supposed to be, what, four-star generals and the, the elite of Washington are resigning and getting fired because they, they couldn't hang. But um, sorry, to, uh, bunny trail there, but... Um, is there any other thing you want to share prophetically about even today or Trump or this election coming up? Let's look forward to the, the next month or two. Well, first of all, there's going to be restoration. You know, as far as this COVID-19 thing, there is restoration is coming. I don't have time to tell the whole dream, but I did have a dream on November 1st of 2019 before this whole thing even began. And uh, I saw that we were about to go through something very interesting, that there was going to be a big slowdown. But I saw the Lord took me up. There were two mountains. I saw two mountains. And we were on the first mountain, and we were making our way to the second mountain. And we just had to get there. But in between was the whole emergency that we're experiencing right now. It was in between the two mountains. But when we get to the second mountain, and we're on the way there right now, 
things are going to be better than they were before. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Uh, the saints, many are retreating, but listen, there's going to be a great harvest in the earth. There's going to be a great harvest in America. I saw the train way amber waves of grain, just like in the song. <laughs> you know, so there, there will be amber waves of grain. Uh, there will be a great harvest, and there we are. We are crossing over into an awakening. So be bright, be strong, my friends. You know, don't be a, don't be afraid, don't be in fear. Um, the kingdom of God is advancing. So uh, there's a lot of hope right now. And that's why the Lord gave these prophetic dreams and things, was to give, uh, ultimately to give us hope and strength so that we will get out and do the work of the gospel because there's much kingdom work to be done. Amen to that. And um, Amen. <laughs> trying to think of, um, so practical advice. Let's... Um, Let's move this before we wrap up. Let's talk about the practical side for a second. What would you say to somebody who's watching the news cycle? It looks like a civil war out there. All hope is lost. Some people say, what, do you, what are you, it's, that's not what you're saying right now. What, what's your advice to people who are watching and who are a little weary from the battle? Well, sure, absolutely. Even if there is a, a war and there's, you know, we've, there's a lot of chaos in especially different regions and cities and things like that. But uh, the Lord did speak to me in a dream a few months ago about all of the, the chaos, uh, the accusation, racism, all of that's going on. And so much of it is standing in the way, really, of what he wants people to do. His people, uh, he showed me a, a script, well, Romans chapter 12, which is to overcome evil with good. And we have the power, tremendous power. We are God's kingdom people, his kingdom citizenship, the ecclesia. And we have authority, we have power, and we have spiritual unity. And uh, the Lord showed me that in, in, a, in a vision recently where I saw the Concordia flying through the heavens, which is that airplane is the fastest passenger jet in the world. It's actually retired right now. But God's people, we have a power and unity. And uh, we can move in the opposite spirit of the land and overcome uh, with good. So don't, fear is not going to do anything for us. We've got to get out of the fear mode and begin to lay hold of faith, that kingdom advancing mindset. The Lord delivered me from all of that, the fear, the anxiety, the focus on the, the devil's kingdom, the new world order, globalism, which all of that is real, Right. But we got to focus on the kingdom of God and be about. The Lord spoke to me in the dream and he showed me. We must be, here's the word, we must be about the Father's business. <laughs> so whoever you are, brother or sister, fear not. Be about the Father's business. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, shine brightly. Lay hold of that. You be the awakening. Start walking in the awakening that you want to see in America or in your respective nation, because there's a lot of good things. Yes, there's always going to be wars. There's always going to be, but we have everything we need to overcome and to stand victoriously. So many are focused on Revelation 13, the rise of the beast. But Revelation 14 is the uh, resistance to the beast. And it's the saints of God. It's the chosen standing with the lamb on Mount Zion. 
And so don't worry about the beast. <laughs> don't worry about all that. You stand with the lamb on Mount Zion and take your stand with him, and we will never lose. We're not going to lose. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. That's what we needed, an encouraging word. And, uh, and will you close us out in prayer? I always appreciate your prayers. Absolutely. Amen. Father, I want to say this. Here's a seven-word prayer. Jesus, we celebrate your victory over death. We praise you, Father God. We give you all the honor and the glory right now. May all the praise, honor, and glory go to Jesus alone. And may all of the saints watching this be strengthened with power. May fear, anxiety, and worry about the future pass away as they focus on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if anybody wants to find your ministry on YouTube or somewhere else, uh, where would you send them? On, on YouTube, it's just Toby Rents. Got a channel there. And then uh, the website is thekingdomfoundation.com. So that's the kingdomfoundation.com correct okay well thank you so much and welcome, we're gonna let you go and i look forward to talking to you next time god bless you thank you all right thank you so much